On February 9, 2022, 15-year-old Deshaun Hill Jr. was walking on Penn Avenue, less than a mile or about a kilometer from his high school, when he walked past someone on the sidewalk. That man pulled out a gun, turned around and fired three shots before disappearing. Deshaun was hit in the back of the head and fell to the ground. He was rushed to the hospital and authorities began investigating the shooting but it seemed like it was completely random, something that meant finding the killer would be increasingly difficult. That was until investigators found surveillance footage of the shooting. This is Monsters. Deshaun Hill Jr. was the star quarterback at North Community High School in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He was also on the basketball team and the honor roll. Friends and family described him as a good kid who worked hard and stayed out of trouble. On February 9th, Deshaun had left school early after the students had been encouraged to do so by the school's principal so they could attend a demonstration following the killing of Amir Locke by Minneapolis police. The early release was not officially scheduled by the school district and the principal was put on leave but eventually got reinstated. It seemed that Deshaun was actually headed home at about 12.30pm when he walked by a man on the sidewalk of Penn Avenue. In a surveillance video that captured the shooting, it looks as though the two walk by each other close enough to brush shoulders. At that point, the man, wearing bright red pants, can be seen stopping, then turning around and firing three shots. He's behind a tree so it's hard to see, but it appears that he takes off a black backpack before shooting. As he quickly walks off, you can see that he's holding the backpack in front of him, likely putting the gun back inside. Deshaun was struck by a single bullet in the back of the head, but didn't immediately die. He was rushed to North Memorial Medical Center where he succumbed to his injury the following morning. Homicide detectives began investigating, but there wasn't much to go on. It wasn't until they started pulling surveillance video that they came up with a suspect. People in the area told investigators that a 29-year-old named Cody Forenkamp had been in the area that day. They found the footage of the shooting, as well as a video from a convenience store surveillance camera that caught Cody being robbed of his cell phone just two hours before the shooting. Cody was not unknown to law enforcement. In 2010, when he was 19 years old, Cody was convicted of possessing a sawed-off shotgun. In the United States, it's illegal to possess a shotgun with a barrel less than 18 inches or 46 centimeters without a federal registration. The conviction barred Cody from ever possessing any firearms from that point forward. In 2012, Cody was convicted of first-degree arson, third-degree criminal damage to property, and obstructing the legal process. In October of that year, a fire was set on Kelly Avenue in Cloquet, a town about two hours north of Minneapolis. Two occupants were inside the home when two people set their back porch on fire and fled on foot. The occupants were able to use a garden hose to put the fire out before it did too much damage. 
They gave authorities a description of the two men and told them that a man named Cody had come to their door earlier that day, but it's unclear what he wanted. They also provided authorities with a license plate number of a suspicious vehicle that was near their house earlier that day as well. That license plate number led investigators to two men who matched the description of the arsonists, one of whom was Cody. He was then identified by the residents as one of the men who fled the home after the fire was set. He was sentenced to three years of probation, but that didn't seem to deter him from committing more crimes. After that, Cody had multiple convictions for drug possession, possessing a gun as a felon, assault, and a conviction, again in cloquet, for robbing a couple of teenagers of their shoes, wallets, and cell phones. Investigators were being shown a clear picture of a violent man with a history of possessing guns even though he wasn't supposed to. Look, look At that point, they tracked okay, Cody down and arrested him. Open, His well, interrogation they was yeah, off the rails from the moment it started. Listen to me. Okay, that's why we're here, okay? There was a murder at GVR and Penn, okay? We're not here just because we got nobody else to talk to, okay? We, okay, you, we're here because you're involved with this murder. You've told people, you've told people. That's why you're here, you're, that's why you're not in Minneapolis, okay? We have, we have talked to people, all right, Man, check that, that have put you there at the scene, there's video of you at the scene. The whole time. The whole time. Okay, we know why you're there. I ain't buying it. You're not buying it. Buying I'm not here to lie to you, though. Why would, I, why would I lie to you? I ain't buying I ain't buying Why would I lie to you? Listen, I ain't buying it. seemed that Cody had a history with the Fond du Lac tribe in Minnesota. His mother is Native American and part of the tribe which has a reservation just outside of Cloquet. That explains why he regularly committed crime in that town. It was easy for him to run and hide out on the reservation. It seemed that Cody was hiding out on the reservation with his mother after the murder of Deshaun. I'm not sure what his status with the tribe is. Where, okay, where were you last week then? Okay, let's go so back. Okay. Oh, so you, that's why you had to find like harass my, my family like that. No. They pulled them over. Yeah, that's exactly why. Where Cause, were cause, you? Because the Fond du Lac officer was like, when did you pull into support of housing? I said, it was Friday. Right. It was Friday. Right. This it would have been, been like 7, 8 o'clock. And it was the Fond du Lac outreach worker, Amanda Lennon. She's our worker she, for She gave you a ride, right? Yes. But, okay. Very, yep. Okay. She, she's been the front of for like 20 years. Okay. okay. But here's the deal is that this murder happened on Wednesday. Can I get something to drink? What do you want? I'm not listening to my. Yeah, okay. Let me see if I can get you something to drink, all right? Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, man. But just think, um, but just think. I seen how they did me yesterday. Okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all basically probably called Fond du Lac or whatever and had them come do a little woo woo. You know what I mean? Cody was likely correct that authorities had contacted the Fond du Lac tribe and had them assist in finding him. It's common for tribal police to work with other area law enforcement to help catch dangerous criminals. Authorities knew that Cody would likely hide out with his mother, and they were right. After Cody was finished being insulted over how they came after him, he moved on to his first attempt to lie his way out of a murder charge. 
Yeah. Like I said, there ain't, like I just said, I ain't even been out there. You know where I've been at? Mm. I've been out in Hayward, Wisconsin. Like you, I said. You weren't on, on a Wednesday the 9th, you weren't there. Wednesday the 9th. Right. Wednesday the 9th. That's the day that young boy was murdered. Yep. Wednesday night, I think I was over in Hayward, Wisconsin. I think I might even have a, uh, a ticket for the theater. Went to go see Sing 2 with my girl and her two nieces, so, like I said. With your girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, so you were in Hayward, Wisconsin? Well, I'm thinking, well, you said Wednesday? Wednesday the 9th, okay. A week ago today is when that young man was killed. Cody claimed to be in Hayward, Wisconsin, about 150 miles or 240 kilometers away from Minneapolis. Authorities know that Cody wasn't there on February 9th, though, because he was caught on multiple surveillance cameras that day, all of them being very close to the location of the shooting. The most important video authorities had was of Cody standing in a convenience store called Wally's when he got mugged. The assailant came in the store, hit Cody in the face multiple times, and threatened him with a knife. You can't tell who the attacker is because he's wearing a jacket hood pulled tight around his face. Eventually, the assailant left the store and walked away, and Cody followed him outside but didn't pursue him across the street. After that, people said they saw Cody in the area looking for the person who took his phone. It's important to note that Wally's is on the corner of Penn Avenue and Golden Valley Road, right near where Deshaun was shot. You are in Minneapolis. Okay, you're on video. Okay? I'm not telling you lies. I'm telling you the truth. Think like I said, like you were over on the north side. I was, like I said, man. You were not in Hayward, Wisconsin. You can't tell me, you can't tell me something. Yeah, I'm, okay. Like I said. But, I'm, but I'm telling you, you were on video. Okay? You're on video. Okay, in the neighborhood, right by Wally's. Okay, you're on video. Okay, people are talking to you. You're talking to them. Okay. You approach people and talk to them. Right. Okay. And they saw you. And they saw you, and they said, this is the guy right here. Okay, so that's why we're here. So you can tell us you're in Hayward, Wisconsin, I know you're lying. Mm -hmm. There's no ticket stub that you can provide that's going to tell me you were in Wisconsin. Cody continued to deny that he was in the area. You're the guy that, that, that everybody's saying did it. People are talking. Everybody did. Or everybody. People are talking. Ooh, why, why would ooh, everybody ooh, who saw you that ooh. day? Everybody that saw you who out there. That, who knows me around that way? To... But that's the best part. People that don't even know you picked you out and yep. said, this is the guy. This, this is the guy. guy. This is the guy the second time. So you're saying all those people are wrong. Yeah, they're all wrong and you're right. They don't even know each other, but they picked the same no, guy. No, I ain't saying that. I ain't saying that. We got the side ground. You got to sleep with a dude. You killed a 15-year-old kid for no reason. For no reason at all. No, you, you're just sitting here drilling what the fuck your, your thinkings are. That's what you Well, I know what I can uh, see on video. All right. Three shots. Three shots. And he's people and people describe you to a T. Absolutely. So why would people be saying, "Hey, it's him"? Because you know what? This fifteen-year-old didn't deserve to be executed. That's exactly what you did. You didn't even see the bullet coming. You shot him from the behind, and he died right there on a cold sidewalk. 
face down in a blood puddle. Check it out, man. Like I said, they don't check but it see, out. What you, you expect, what, you, what you expect me to? I don't know. Have a heart. Have a conscience. No, like, like, what the fuck you expect me to sit here and put put me at a place where I wasn't right at the time? Finally, Cody realized that he couldn't claim to have been out of town, so he decided to claim that he was with his cousin Curtis, who he refers to as his brother. So you were with Curtis that day? Like I said. No, I'm a just... Week I, ago, a week yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. not all... I'm not going to say from fucking 8 o'clock in the morning to 12 o'clock at night, but yeah, for, for the most part of the day, I was with my brother. I was with my brother, my cousin. Mm-hmm. My mom's sister's oldest. The problem with his alibi is that, when Curtis was interviewed later, he said that he hadn't been with Cody on February 9th. That only seems to be a formality because, again, Cody is on camera in multiple places around the scene in the hours surrounding the time of the shooting. That doesn't stop him from continuing to claim that he was with Curtis. Finally, Cody admits that he was at Wally's on the day of the shooting. There was one. Ask my girl. No, ask my girl about it. The same mm-hmm. two when I brought Okay, so you went to the movie on Tuesday with her, yeah. not Wednesday. Yeah, both so where were you Wednesday then? Like I said, I was with bro. Like I said, I was with my brother. You, you were with Curtis. Okay, and where were you? North side, south side? What is this What is this to do? Is this to help better my situation? Or well, what is it? It's explaining where you were that day. Yeah. Like I said, man. I don't, like, like I said. Y'all know it all, man. I'm kind of, I'm kind of sick to my stomach. Yeah, I'm well, yeah, because I'd be sick to my stomach no, too no, no, if I had no, somebody no, saying no, about a murder. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking, I'm wild, man. I'm, ooh, ooh, ooh. And they call me false, false ac- accusations about some, oh, you would have Wally's and boom, 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 boom. You were by Wally's, absolutely. I was by Wally's. You were? But y'all don't know the motherfucking story. Well, tell me. You motherfuckers oh, busted me in the motherfucking face, stole my phone, all that stupid shit. That don't mean I pulled the motherfucker trigger. Just because some people say some shit, it, that's what it is. That's what it is. So y'all gonna go with the fuck you here anyway. I was over at the store and I got fucking my... That's what that was. Who, who jumped you? I don't, I don't... Like I said, I don't know. When, that don't make me no murder. When, I called my big cousin. My big cousin come get me. He... Ooh, what it looked like? I said, one was a nigga, one was... Ooh, I don't... Nothing came of it. When, when you did, act like motherfucking I pulled the trigger on somebody. When did you get jumped or when did you get your stuff robbed? Man, I went to that the Wally's. Mo- I went to the Wally's for a fucking backwood and a pack of Newports. When? 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 Fuck, man. Was it Wednesday? 11, uh, 11, 11. Was it Wednesday? Tuesday or... Oh, you were with your girl Tuesday for... for nope, Monday. that was Wednesday. I'm not even going to pretend that I'm able to translate some of that. What is clear is that at the beginning of the clip, he claimed that he went to the movies with his girlfriend on Tuesday, and by the end, he said they went on Wednesday. He does display how easily he becomes angry. He admitted that he was angry after he had his phone stolen. Like, like, like I said, I got mud. I wasn't no trigger man. People are saying that I'm no trigger man. Y'all gonna run with some shit anyway. Like I said, I didn't pull no fucking trigger. Y'all, y'all wouldn't believe me. Y'all done heard from a, this person, this person, this person. You know, motherfuckers finna run with some shit. Like I said, I'm a motherfucker. Y'all own guns? I don't own guns. I don't own guns. I don't, I don't got a gun in my name. Of course you don't have any guns in your name. You're a felon who's not allowed to possess firearms. Not having a gun in your name is not evidence that you don't have a gun. 
Of course, I'm expecting Cody to have far greater critical thinking skills than he does. Investigators don't really get anything useful out of him, but with the combination of surveillance footage and area witnesses, it's more than enough to charge him with second-degree murder. The shooting on video is clearly a spur-of-the-moment event, likely happening due to Cody's anger over his stolen phone. It wasn't premeditated, so the district attorney wasn't able to charge him with first-degree murder. While awaiting his trial, Cody was caught making calls from jail trying to find someone to give him an alibi for the time of the shooting. At the trial, the prosecution couldn't give a motive as they didn't believe there was one. They believed that Deshaun was just in the wrong place at the wrong time and was the victim of Cody's increasing anger. The defense argued that the witness testimony wasn't enough to prove Cody was guilty, but multiple unrelated people placed Cody in the area at the time of the shooting wearing the same red pants and carrying the same backpack that could be seen in the surveillance video of the actual shooting. On January 26, 2023, Cody Cam was found guilty of second-degree murder. He is currently awaiting sentencing and could face up to 40 years in prison. Cody wanted people to believe that he wasn't in the area when Deshaun was shot and killed, but he didn't even realize that he was committing a crime on camera, proving that he was in fact a monster. If you're the victim of domestic abuse, please reach out to someone for help. Please talk to your local shelter or call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or you can go to thehotline.org to chat with someone online. This website is set up so that, at any time, hitting the escape key twice will take you to a Google search page. That way, if your abuser is nearby, you won't get caught seeking help. If you're having feelings of harming yourself or someone else, or even just need someone to talk to, please contact your local mental health facility, call 911, or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline by simply dialing 988 in the United States. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and will talk to you about any mental health issue you may be facing. If you are a member of the LGBTQ community and suffering from discrimination, depression, or are in need of any support, please contact the LGBT National Hotline at 1-888-843-4564 or go to lgbthotline.org. Thanks so much for letting me tell you this story. If you enjoyed it, subscribe on whatever platform you're on, hit like, rate us, or leave us a comment. You can check out our other show, Somewhere Sinister, on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the show, check out our merchandise at thisismonsters.com. The link is in the description. Thanks again, and be safe.